Hey everybody, this is episode 96 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to creamed. I'm your host, John Paul. I'm Allie. And this is David. Each episode, we're all going to pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc., and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go! Boom! 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 808 drop. In a world where three people made a podcast for three years but didn't get much better at it. (laughs) (laughs) We bring you uh, no no advancement, no, uh, what do Hear us out. Hear us out, colon. Still bad after all these years. Yeah, never progress. Allie comes in breathlessly uh, into uh, Sheriff's office. <sighs> Guys, I got some new headphones. This should co- or some new microphones. This should co- uh, solve everything. Jesus, she sounds just like that too. That was not me stuttering. <laughs> that was accuracy. Yeah, yeah. And then it's fucking smash cut. David turns around. There's a big shadow coming over a highway, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And it's the growing realization that it wasn't the, really the the microphone's fault that we sounded bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was the content mostly. It was mostly content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Self awareness can sometimes be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, we're glad that everybody who's listening right now has showed up. We don't know why you did, but it's awesome that you're still here. On episode ninety six, we only got four more to go after this, bad boys. Four more, and then we're dunsies. Then we're dunsies. We're retiring. Yep. We might do something else. I don't know. We don't know. We've been talking about it, but it's still on the boiling pot or in the boiling pot, not on it. It's it's boiling in the pot. Yes. I got boil in the pot or get out. That's what they say. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I heard it. But here here is out as you know it is will be no more. Is that, I don't know if that makes you sad or glad, but for whatever it is, there it is. That's my that's my tagline for my new line of hotels. I will say that I think we'll have several listeners that'll be sad about that, but several is as far as it goes. Several, <laughs> yeah, several starts at three, and sometimes it is three. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it so. does get bigger. That's it does. See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our respective mothers and the German listeners will miss us very much. The German sure. listeners are like, oh no, <laughs> Scheiße. <laughs> Scheiße. What are we gonna listen to now? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't worry, they're, you Germans. We're we're gonna do something else. We their, promise. Their English is better than ours, man. I I went to class with a German dude and. And his English was f- fantastic, like saying words I didn't even understand. It's like, oh, and the and the worst part is that it sounds a lot cooler coming out of their mouth than it, yours. It does, like such a much better English accent. You know what I mean? Not like England, but you know the English language accent that comes from German mouth. He's like taller and blonder and handsomer. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes he looks up at the same moon that I do. Yeah, yeah, he's probably looking at <laughs> yeah. it right now. Well, no, he's not. He's probably still in Taiwan, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's probably looking down upon some other lover, forgetting me. <laughs> anyway, sorry Germans. Um, that, that brought an Oz, Oz <laughs> the song stuck in my head, like uh, when he said that, because it's like I was trying to let you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of so lame, we love to pull our friends. Yeah. Yeah, this one comes straight to us from David. It's on episode 94, Just Cheap Wet Meat Cheese. Um, <laughs> I don't think that one did so well. Uh, no. But um, <laughs> it's, it's because nobody listened to the episode, so if that makes you feel better. No, no, that's what I was saying. Nobody listened to it. I don't know about the poll. Oh, they didn't. Yeah, if they didn't listen to it, they didn't vote in the poll, too. But we did get some votes. The badass 
down to clown mofos. The several people that are that are care about this. The several <laughs> to four people who are still listening. <laughs> All right. Someone walks in on you on the bathroom in the bathroom. You say, "Here are your options." Oh yeah, dude. WTF? Which I'm sure you would say, "Dude, what the fuck?" But you didn't want to put that in a poll. Yeah, yeah. No, no, just out there. You know. Yeah. And he has instructions here. Uh, uh, uh. The instructions were panicky in parentheses. <laughs> uh, silently stare. Ah! Occupied. Or occupied. I'm here, dot, 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 dot. And there's room for one more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tied for second place, second and third, I guess, are there's room for one more, you dirty dogs. And. <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. And. In first place, it's, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I do I'm that here. too. Uh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I was the ah kind of guy. Yeah, I wish I was I wish I was silently stare or something, but yeah. I also chose I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I, I would too. It's like, I'm here, even though like, they're staring right at you. <laughs> it's like, I'm here. <laughs> I just say, I'm pooping. Yeah, I'm pooping. I'm pooping. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they saw this poll and they just decided that it wasn't for them. They didn't, couldn't face the, the possibility. It is really embarrassing to get walked in on in the bathroom. It really is, yeah. Just like by, yeah, by but... anybody. I, I guess not anybody, but like by someone you're not 100% comfortable with, you know Oh, yeah. Like, if Jess, my wife, walked in, I'd be, like, a little embarrassed, but I'm like, we'll talk like, about that later. But I'm, sh- I'm shitting, you know, like, but, um... I'm shitting! Yeah, yeah even- but if if my boss walked in, then... Yeah, that's a different yeah, story. That's, that's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's like, I wonder if he saw anything. Oh, no. Did he recognize me? <laughs> Did he recognize <laughs> It's like, he's, like, staring at him in the eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thanks to everybody for doing their civic civil duty and voting in this week's poll. We don't uh, make sure you vote in this episode's poll. Um, you just go to the app. You go to this episode. You scroll down a little bit. The question's right there. We don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be zany. And oh, we have an announcement to make. Rather, David has an announcement to make. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, with a question mark. Yes, of course. Yeah, do you have a major life event? Oh, oh shit. Okay, sorry. I was like, like about the podcast. Oh, yeah, I got. I, I was got, trying I'm to getting, think. I'm getting married again? What? It's like, what the fuck? It already fucking happened. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is my last podcast in Tennessee, y'all. Uh, my ass going to the north, yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw! Uh, yeah, <laughs> gotta switch accents. Stop making fun of Tennessee folk and go try to make fun of Wisconsinites because my ass going to Milwaukee, yo. Yeah, Milwaukee. 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 Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna go to Alice Cooper concert and. That one donut um, shop. That donut shop and... That one place with the shows. Uh, Milwaukee's Best. Oh, that's there. Um, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks. The Schlitz Beer Factory. They don't make beer anymore, but it's like a museum now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. For all your Schlitz memorabilia. Yeah. Schlitz, yes. I'm, I'm gonna just <laughs> Schlitz. Get, it's in a can. I'm only going to wear shirts that say Schlitz. <laughs> and then the back says, bitch. I just thought of the bitch part. I it just it's like, oh, that kind of goes together. Yeah, I kind of like it. I think yeah. that we know why they don't make beer anymore is because they don't have the, the stones to make that shirt. Yeah, exactly. Like they would have made it if they said Schlidge, bitch. Like and like, and it's like it's, they put the comma and everything. Well, congratulations. Dave. Oh, that's oh, thank very you. cool news. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I, I go this weekend, so 
next episode we do, I'll be up in Wisconsin, y'all. Hell yeah. And unless anybody has some major life changes in the next four episodes, David now holds the record for moves in the lifespan of this podcast. Yeah, what's up? Let's go. What did I what is did, I started off in Seattle, right? Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Seattle, moved to Tennessee, moved to Taiwan, moved a couple places in Taiwan. I don't know if that counts. Moved back to Tennessee and now I'm going to Wisconsin. All in the the lifespan of this fucking um this here uh podcast, y'all. Yeah. I see. Let's see. So how many moves was that? I didn't count. It was, it was more than ours. Yeah. I just moved to uh, North Carolina and back here and Springfield, Queen City of the Midwest. I moved to Tulsa from Arkansas. That's it. Not nice. Bad. Not bad. Are we all three we all got, got married. married. You know what? Let's, sit, let's save this talk for the final episode. Let's, let's save it. Yeah, yeah. We got to save it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're gonna, we got to pull out all that sentimental shit at the end there. We'll get, get the fucking tear jerkers out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But until then, we got freaking episode 96 to get through. So let's get on our horses and let's ride. Yeah, there you go. Ali, make a Western cowboy sound. <laughs> there you go. The spittoon. <laughs> you didn't even go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You missed. That's like if you, if you if you miss, then you then yeah. there's another voice that says, "God damn I'm it, you're a good cowboy." <laughs> <laughs> All right. On this podcast, we're negative first and positive last, as life is and always will be. So, David, uh, why don't you give that negative negativitas to me? I shall. I got a negativity for y'all. And I think a lot of people are going to agree with this. I'm just going to say, throw that out there. Um, my negative this time is waiting. <laughs> tables? No, just waiting. But not tables. Waiting tables, I don't know. That could probably be a negative. I've never like truly waited tables, not at a restaurant. But no, waiting for stuff. Waiting for things. Waiting for time. Waiting for events. You know, waiting for almost anything. I want you guys to like think, answer me this. What's something that is fun or good to wait for? Allie? Well, are you like, like, is it, it's not fun to wait for a roller coaster, but the, the end outcome is fun, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It sucks waiting for a roller coaster. Yeah. But the, the roller coaster is fun, but it sucks to wait. You guys ever enjoyed standing in line for an hour to get on a roller coaster? I not, can't say that I have. Not me. I have. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, come on, John. Here comes John. Big old okay. fucking jack off, John. Um, you're gonna feel real fucking bad when I say this, but I had a good time waiting in line with you, David. Oh, that's with me? Sweet. Yeah. Remember that one time where we got like. We drank way too many beers and went to King's Island all hungover and shit. And oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. That was a really good time. Yeah, yeah. There was there's some good times. I think it's all... Well, before I get into my preachy shit, I'll let you guys <laughs> have your fun. But, no, most of the time I will say that waiting in line for a roller coaster is not fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that time at King's Island, that, that had booze to do with it. I suppose if you're drinking or doing, doing whatever then things could be a little more interesting. But most of the time, normal people, I've waited in line completely sober for a roller coaster, and it wasn't very fun at all. But I was trying to think of what was good to wait for. And I will say this, my positive is good to wait for, but I'm not going to tell you what it is, obviously. Not yet. Oh, Trixie. Yeah, I know. I thought about my my positive first and my negative second, and I was like, wait, son of a bitch. 
waiting for cookies to bake because the smell's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you remember? No, you still want to eat them though. That, that doesn't. It's just like the fucking <laughs> roller coaster. I, I was I was about to go okay. in this whole spiel, and I, I decided not to. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I chose this one because recently I've been uh, waiting to get a job, and it was a long wait. Let me tell you, long wait. And uh, but every time I would get a, a call from an employer, and then like have like the recruiter call, I would wait for them to come back, and it's like excruciating to wait for this shit. And then recently, as we talked in the the uh, intro, I got a job, but before I actually got it, I had to wait until like the second interview. Then I had to wait until district approved me. Then I had to wait until like it was the background check came back, and now it's all over. And I'm like, thank God. So maybe. Maybe waiting is to make things feel better when it happens. I don't know. I don't know. There's no there's no positive without the negative. There's no good without the bad. I don't know. But I'm just saying waiting waiting kind of blows. I think that waiting is the bread of a sandwich upon which you layer things that are happening while you wait, right? Waiting isn't necessarily a bad or good thing. Good things can happen for those who wait. Good things come to those who wait. Jesus, man, that was <laughs> so solid. But, um, yeah, I mean, I will say that waiting as a sandwich bread is going to be like some marble rye shit that nobody's into. But once you build the sandwich, it could be a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm really fucking good at waiting, guys. Are you? I maybe am the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in the world? <laughs> and maybe in the world. I don't know. There's a lot of Buddhists out there. I'll say go give them a run for their money. They don't have any money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I am a very, very patient person, and I will wait for anything. And I think that in a world, in a world full of books, full of people <laughs> having good conversations, full of thoughts, and fuck a phone, you know, it's. I think that as long as you're not bored while you're waiting, and I think being bored is for boring people. I think that if you're not bored, then it can be a good thing. A lot of you can, like a lot of thoughts happen when you're waiting, right? Like a lot of feelings for you, David. This waiting for a job was like a whole bunch of dread and nervousness and inadequacy. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I felt very stressed. I will say that. I don't think stress is a good thing. I guess. Well, to your point, it's not a good thing if you're feeling those things. I. It's. You're not saying waiting is not interesting. You're saying waiting is bad. It's not fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not fun at all. And like, okay. Like I, I will, I will try and distract myself with a video game. And I'll try and distract myself from a book. But in reality, I'm reading this book and every other paragraph I'll think about, like, fuck, I wonder if that fucking job's going to hire me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, I kind of take back what I said. If we're going, I, I lost scope of the game here. As, <laughs> I will say waiting is never fun, but sometimes it can be constructive. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can build said sandwich on the bread of waiting. Yes, yes indeed. I'm sticking to this metaphor, man. <laughs> well, I, I hear that patience is a virtue. It is. Mm-hmm. And I am not a very virtuitous... Virtuitous? Virtuitite. Virtu- Pikachu? I'm not a very <laughs> virtuitous person. And uh, I also am not good at waiting. I thought I was getting better at the waiting thing, but it does suck. It sucks. And I'm like you, David. I could be reading, but I'm not really reading. My brain is maybe reading the words but they're not retaining anything. Yeah, yeah. In the back um, of your head, you're thinking about the thing you're waiting for. Yeah. It's like, I wonder yeah. if that's going to happen or if I'm just going to have to do another thing again. You know, it's like, oh, God. 
You guys, exactly. need, you guys need to find some zen. No, I, I don't have any. Yeah, if, if our, our, our true and tried listeners know that I don't have zen, man. I got zero zen. If sure. we rank the zenness of the three of us, it would go David... I would be slightly above David, and then John, you'd be like way up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John's oh, got I'd be zen for days, man. I'd be fucking downward dogging up in the skies. You know? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like in, to me, it was like a an, a graph, and I was just like in a cloud doing downward dog. It does make sense. I don't have to explain. I got things. you. I, I can see your face in the clouds doing the the downward dog position. I got you. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I can't picture but, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're too focused on something else. You got to clear Bullsh- your mind. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> well, if I were uh, less able to focus on the the waiting at hand, the task at hand while I'm waiting, then I can imagine it'd be a much worse time. But I, I honestly have worked for being able to do this and. It was always kind of like naturally dispositioned to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, man, just carry a book you don't care about the cover of, put it in your back pocket, and then just let let be like a duck, be like water, you know? Yeah, yeah. And while you're waiting for that that oil change, just get a few chapters. I feel you. I got a book. I, I read Alex's book already that she gave me, and I, I I read that while I've been waiting this whole time, and. I can tell you, I still was very stressed out while I was reading this book. <laughs> but I read, oh, the I, book's read, not, I read the whole no, thing, though. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, the book's not going to solve it. Nah. But, um, it did help, though. Relieve, relieve the waiting stress. You know what the best kind of waiting is? Hmm. The one starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. That is the best kind of waiting, which is not the same. <laughs> it is waiting, though. It's true. It's true. I love that movie. It's good. It's... Yeah, it's it's problematic because uh, you know just it didn't age well, but I still like it a lot. I do too. I'd watch it right now. Yeah, I feel like we're not supposed to like it, but I can't remember why. Is it like offensive now? Oh, I'm sure that it is, right? People yeah. Playing with their ball sacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good for the kids. <laughs> That's true. But anyway, yeah. So next time you have a long wait, download the movie Waiting. Fucking layers, man. Watch that shit. <laughs> I guess maybe waiting is the problem. Uh, my ability to handle stress with waiting is the problem, I suppose. You like waiting for an oil change? No, I don't. Ah, so it's not stress then. Oh, oh, I do like uh, waiting for laundry though. If I go to a laundromat, I do like waiting for laundry. Oh, I think that was a like you had, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Well, what do you do when you're waiting there? Why is that one different? I read books. And you're able to kind of like kind I get-, of get more meditative with it and get into the book more. Yeah, I think it's like a instant gratification. Like, uh, I'm there for a task, I'm completing the task, the task is almost done, and I, I, I know when it's going to finish, you know what I mean, 45 minutes, I don't know. So is it that you you came there for a specific purpose, and there is an end goal in mind, so therefore you can kind of relax a bit yeah. and get it done? Maybe that's it, yeah, okay. like, uh, like I know how long it's going to take, it's this task, I need to wait for this task, but it's going to end in 45 minutes, and I'm good. But, like, the applying to jobs or, like, waiting for people to respond. I don't know when the fuck they're going to respond or if they're even going to respond. So I'm just waiting on nothing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's, a, it's a control over the situation. Exactly, yeah. I, I didn't realize that until right now, by the way. So I would probably would have started with that earlier. <laughs> I mean, that's why we... That's why, guys, that's why we show up for these episodes. Yeah. To figure ourselves out. I think so, too. Learn, learn about it. 
Alia, it's your turn for a positive. I'm waiting. <laughs> and I have, I, have that, I have that face on. Uh, the punchable face. Yeah, yeah, with like the arms up and the shoulders to the head, you know. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. <I> picture it. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> you keep saying well. that word. I don't think you know what it means. All right, go ahead. A whale, guys. My like this week is something I'm surprised we've never talked about. Well, I'm not surprised because there's not a lot to say about it, but it's something that has been around forever, and we all have them. I know we do. We use them all the time. So my like this week, guys, is candles. Boom, shakalaka. Bam. Holy shit. I can't believe this. Uh, uh, I love a good candle. (laughs) I really, really do. Shout out to Jess. Yeah, shout out. This is a big shout out to Jess because oh, she's yeah. the candle giving queen, and I like I will use the hell out of those candles. She's the candle. So thank you. Candle having queen too, isn't she? Oh yeah, baby. If your love language is candles, then you would be writing sonnets to my wife. She <laughs> is all about these candles. We got a fucking section of our house dedicated to storing all the goddamn candles. <laughs> as, as you should. Yeah, when we run out of a candle, we'll have to sit down at a aforementioned section and then really think philosophically about what scent fits this situation, <laughs> right, this time of year. And it's kind of a fun game. I like it. Sorry. Yeah, my guess I I just I adore a candle. Good for ambiance. It's good for smelling. Uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's natural, or I guess its main intent when it, they made candles was for light. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love a good candle. You know what my favorite candles are? Those freaking woodwick candles. But they're like thirty bucks for a candle, and it's really hard for me to buy them. But they're my favorite because they make that little. It's like you have a fire in your house without having a fireplace. So you should have those, like that crackling, and uh, oh. I really like that. It's it's soothing, if Ooh. you will. I didn't know nice. they made this. Uh, I've yeah, never called, heard of these. They're called Woodwick, and they're they're awesome. They're incredible, actually. Hell yeah! How do you guys feel about candles? We use them for birthdays. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of significance with candles throughout history. Yeah. Your your candle gets snuffed out. You're dead. <laughs> uh, you, if you're really busy, you're burning at both ends of the candle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, candles they're limitless. They're fucking limitless, man. Jeez. Multi-purpose these candles. You you put them in a menorah. Uh, <laughs> you do. <laughs> that's all the candle applications, I think. I've never been the sit in a bath with candles kind of person, but that always looks really nice in movies and in theory. But I feel like I would just splash and. Knock everything over, it'd be a mess. I don't think it'd be very relaxing. I, I but, like to, uh, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good, you're good, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, I like to, uh, <laughs> uh, the only time I really want a candle or like think of like, hey, I should light a candle is when I actually take a shower. Like, I'll, I'll light the candle and it's not for the smell. Uh, I would, uh, but I turn off the lights and light a candle, put on some music, and I'll just take a shower with the candlelight. I think that feels amazing for some reason. Ooh, some c- cigarettes after oh. sex oh. playing in the background. Yeah, definitely. Atmospheric is full. Yeah, yeah, but I, I really love I love that feeling, and it makes me feel great. So, my favorite time to light a candle is like after you deep clean your house. You know, you you vacuumed, you dusted, the house already smells good, and then you're like, ooh, to celebrate my good work, I'm gonna light a candle. That's my favorite thing. Jess is also very into that. She her she has said the exact same thing. She's like, that's her little piece de la resistance, the creme de la creme. She'll light the candle at the end of a, several hours of um, chores, and she really loves it. Like, I, I save it for her if we are doing chores together. 
That's fun. I, li- I like that uh, that tradition. Like you're like all this work, and because the candles kind of, I think feel like it's kind of a peaceful thing. You know, I mean, peaceful for the nose, peaceful for the eyes. It's just, it's just a peaceful all around peaceful sensation. I don't think I'm trying to think sensation, but what's the word I'm looking for? Um, peaceful ambiance. Ambiance. Uh, peaceful personality. No. Ah, oh, whatever. Peaceful okay. sensation. It's just a peaceful aura. That comes off of a fucking candle, no matter what sense you're using, all right? Hell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I don't like, though, is, is uh, shopping for candles. I don't like shopping for candles. No, that's like, like the worst them. thing ever. Smelling them, yeah. I like helping Jess shop for candles. That's different. I don't personally like shopping for candles. Just because, like, you get overloaded, you got to carry them, they're heavy, you got people coming at you, like, fucking shoulder checking bunch of soccer moms trying to get these mahogany teakwood candles. It's ruthless oh, out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, because you guys go to, like, candle sales, huh? Yeah, we do the candle sales thing. That's how we get so stocked up. That's why you guys are getting, you know, candle rich every uh, holiday season. That's right, because of us and our, our braving these sales. But, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. I found that I like anything with bergamot in it. If anybody wants to give me a gift and they don't know me very well... Give me a bergamot-flavored candle. It can be bergamot and something, or it could just be bergamot. I don't care, as long as it's got bergamot. Right on. I like that. I have no idea what that smells like. I have me either. <laughs> <laughs> I like a, a clean man smell for a candle. Does I like this, too. Kind of like a the woody ones, the teak wood, or yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Pine tar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I kind of like those, too. They, they always sound a little like um, wintry to me, so they don't make sense in the spring. But during the spring, I like to switch to the, like, the more like laundry like ones or the 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 girl the middle school girl perfume ones. Oh, gotcha. I, I was gonna say like my favorite is the laundry ones. Oh, those are always they're good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good. Those are they're good. cozy. Nothing with vanilla though. Vanilla sucks ass. Yeah, I don't like vanilla either. There's another one I really just I, I oh lavender. Can't stand the smell of yeah. lavender. Lavender's okay. Like just okay. Not above okay. Not even like good, you know? Not even good. Just okay. Just okay. Just okay, but I, vanilla. I, I really fuck you. am not. <laughs> I'm not a fan, honestly, of uh, like, like fruit smelling candles. I really don't. I don't. I'm not. Can't, can't drive with them, really. They all kind of smell like cleaning chemicals a little bit, or just like yeah. overly sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no fresh baked cookies. Yeah. I'm not into that. Cinnamon. Pecan pie. Oh, no. That's see. That's the that's the vanilla. Fuck vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> You guys ever want to make your own candles? I would 100% do one of those candle making classes. I think that would be fun. Sounds fun, right? Yeah, I would do one. We almost did one for someone's birthday, and they were like, no, nah, never mind. And I was kind of bummed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> like a fun time old. to me. <laughs> nah, maybe. Maybe that's... Maybe if this is what it means to get old, where you're just interested in a whole bunch of weird shit, I'm cool with that. I'd probably do one if Debbie like, found a class. And they'd be like, yeah, let's go do it. But I would never... like. Do it myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know exactly well, what you mean. It doesn't make to, sense for you to do it. We're going to come up to Wisconsin, and I am going to find us a candle-making class. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it with you guys, for sure. Hell yeah, dog. Just hanging out. Yeah, Making brother. candles. Hell yeah. Yeah. Glass of sherry. Hell yeah, brother. Glass of sherry, why? Did you say wine or why? Is that a question? No, why do you have a glass of sherry? Well, because that's, that's what you do at these classes, isn't it? In the 1860s, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You don't. You guys I mean, don't, I guess you, you guys don't drink sherry anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's actually not that bad. I, I'm, I expect sherry to be in vogue because of hipsters in like 20 years, but it's, it hasn't had its return yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you, you have like a white wine out of candle making class. Oh, okay. Man, I lit all these candles. How cool is that, John? Hey, yeah, let me smell that one. Yeah, here, smell it. Yeah. Oh, this smells like shit, dude. Is this your favorite <laughs> candle? You know what? You know what, John? Why don't you just go in the corner oh. and talk about what you don't like? I'll blow this out all these candles. Gross, dude. Yeah, please do. Oh my god, it's hurting my senses, my nasal cavities. My god. Ugh. So, you know, this reminds me a lot of something I really dislike because I dislike what you just did right here. And that is the uh, AI. You guys hear about this? You talk about you the guys Goog- hear about this? Talking about the Google AI. I specifically, I, 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 I you know, Ali, I never thought of that. I that makes me like that makes me like AI a lot more, but not enough, <laughs> not enough to make it into the positive. <laughs> David, what do you mean by Google AI? Like that's what I've been hearing about is the Google Google AI robot thing that you ask questions and it answers and shit. Chat GPT. Everybody, no, everybody's got one. Chat GPT is. A different one. It's not owned by Google, but everybody's developing their own AI. I'm not sure which one you're talking about, David, but mm-hmm. probably yes, that one is included. Okay. Um, like the whole thing's like, oh, what would you like to learn today? And you type it in, and it's like, how about this article? Like those, like, like, hey, I noticed you're on Discover.com today. Do you have any questions? And you type in like, why are there porn charges on my credit card? <laughs> like those AIs are fine, but that was the like the old school generation. That was like the fucking Model T of AI, right? This new shit. Ever since that, ever since Chat GPT came out, it sucks. It sucks, 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 and it's scary. And I'll tell you why it's so scary for me in particular. Ali, you're good. David, you're good. And here's why: AI can't serve food and make sure you have a good time. David. You need to do that because you're a human. And Allie, fucking Robocop hasn't happened, so you're good. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, eventually oh. eventually they're coming for both of your jobs, but they're fucking knocking on my cubicle already. Got you. For, yeah. So AI, chat, chat, with ChatGPT, I can create a free account, and it has, like, limited... You know, use or whatever. I'm not sure. I've never done this, so I don't know. But one of the other writers did. I can create a create an account and say, "Hey, write me 300 words on the this Montana silversmith's belt buckle featuring two fighting uh, uh, chickens." Jesus, I was trying to think of male chickens without saying cocks. Rooster. Thank you. Jesus Two cocks. Real f- <laughs> Going at it, you know. Going at it on this belt buckle. You know how it is, chat GPT. <laughs> Fucking Friday night, chat. <laughs> yeah, and it will pump out. <laughs> That's a bad transition. me. <laughs> It'll churn out. Not much better, but better. Um, <laughs> 300 words of copy. Probably better than I could have written five hours into my shit because I'm tired of writing about fucking belt buckles and like point none seconds it already does my job we're just waiting for the old guy who owns bass pro shops to say what the fuck are we doing let's just use this machine because there's like no reason to not use it you just have to have one lonely little copywriter it's like 
I used to work for a newspaper who goes through the AI's copy and just like make sure they capitalize all the you know proper nouns and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is scary. It is fucking scary, and it's coming, man. I'm already thinking about my vocation, the what skill I'm gonna learn. I guess I'll be a welder. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get into stealing cars. I don't know. You want the moon? <laughs> you want the moon? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and if you think it sucks, it's like, oh well. What did you think you were gonna be safe as a copywriter? A, yes, I did. And B, fuck you. And <laughs> C, I did realize that there was gonna be a problem with copywriting because you know writing is a dying industry and then so i decided to take coding classes and i don't know if y'all watched the super bowl but there was a commercial in the super bowl i I forget what it was ibm probably some bullshit like that where there was somebody a coder who got on the computer and typed to a chat gpt type situation an ai is what they call it and said hey dear ai please write uh, code that does exactly what John oh. Paul Schmidt learned for four fucking months and made a fucking half-assed attempt at succeeding at. Yeah, and yeah, then and then yeah, and then you can even talk about it and put it like into a complete sentence when he's talking about the podcast. And then uh, <laughs> and then click and boom, it does it. Yeah, in fucking zero point none seconds. And it's just like cool. Well, you got me there too, Chat GPT. And it's like it's uh it's just a, like a very scary thing to watch you watch yourself in real time become obsolete yeah yeah jesus yeah it's like i I picked the wrong wrong fields not just one field like my major was always the wrong choice let's be honest it was (laughs) guys i majored in print journalism for people who don't know it wasn't even what let's just say it wasn't hot off the presses when i even when i fucking graduated yeah yeah, that was like 2012 and it was Everybody knew it was going down. <laughs> yeah, it's the basket weaving of writing uh, fields. <laughs> but with the coding thing, I thought I was in like Flynn, but apparently not. They come and they give my number. But anyway, the AI thing just freaks me out. And also, not just for personal reasons, but because it's going to vastly change the way our society and world works. For one thing, I have this pet theory that I do not think that capitalism can exist in an AI-heavy world doesn't make sense to me and i would like for somebody to smarter than me to write in and tell me how capitalism can exist in an ai world because as you automate more and more jobs and services especially creative services well for me especially creative services then you're putting more and more and more people out of work we just got a chinese food restaurant here in town that has no workers it's just a bunch of robots that make food and so yeah, once you start eliminating your human workforce and replacing them with robots and AI and just, you know, automating the whole thing, how, what jobs are those people going to have? You're going to have to switch from capitalism to some sort of like neo-communism or socialist society. So I'm not a smart person. Write in, tell me how I'm wrong, at gmail.com. But that's a whole different, that's like a 12-pack a of beer conversation. Yeah, definitely. Well, what yeah. you're saying is like eventually everybody's just gonna like their job is gonna be to do nothing. Yeah, there's gonna be a, a handful of people whose job it is to look over the robots to make sure that they're still going strong, and eventually those people will be rendered obsolete yeah. as they come up with you know basically better AI who can yeah. recognize that they, these other robots aren't doing a good job and kind of like just self uh, self solve. Yeah, yeah, my dumbass like is gonna be left long before that i can't even check a robot you know so what <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna fucking do just walk around i guess <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I guess. Yeah. I know. I, I will go ahead and take back what I said about creative services because I don't think that robots can take away the idea of creative services unless you change an entire world's way of thinking of like how advertising works or art works or something like that. I mean, I think actually I'm going to reinstate the creative services thing. I took it back, now I'm putting it back in because <laughs> as people get more and more used to these AI generated things, images, even novels, eventually novels will be written by AI and the first one that gets published and goes viral will be a joke, right? It'll be like, oh my God, did you read this new AI book that everybody's reading? It's a, fa it's a romanticy and it just, it sounds exactly like Sarah J Maas. And then that first one will be a joke, but the second one will be less of a joke. And eventually they'll just be churning out novels faster than any human can and i think that's that's one of the biggest problems with it with it is that as as much as it is nice to have a human touch in these things there's just no way that humans humans can keep up with a machine that can do it in 0 0.9 seconds yeah yeah the waiting you know the waiting aspect man it's the waiting yeah machines don't fucking wait they just do it so yeah, it makes it makes me very nervous, and I, I I know I know I sound like paranoid a little bit, but I feel like it's pretty well founded paranoia. Nobody, I don't well I don't talk to anybody. I feel like if I did talk to people, nobody would be able to like make me feel better about this. And I feel like I'm a pretty logical person. I could I can hear a debate or hear an argument for something. <laughs> Allie's yawning. I can hear. Her. No, I can, sorry, <laughs> that's not you. Not you. I promise. <laughs> Yawn. Um. <laughs> I, I can hear an argument for something and say, no, I'm wrong. You're right. And, you know, and then we can have a discussion about it. So how come nobody has fucking told me one yet? Yeah, because there's not. You're right. I mean, there, <laughs> there's not. I don't think I don't think anyone has a, like any comforting words for that. You know what I mean? I really don't. No, they don't even have regulations for it. No. Laws. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Taylor Swift had to take it into her own hands to remove AI-generated photos of herself from circulation online. Like, there was, no, there was no organization, no committee, no governmental body that would remove those photos for her. She did it her fucking self. So, yeah, we're seriously under-equipped to deal with the repercussions of AI and letting it loose without any sort of fucking regulations whatsoever. It was really stupid of us, for us to do. Hey, David, can you throw in the, like, the theme music to Terminator 2 here, please? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely do that. All right, sweet, thanks, dog. I was about to say, I just watched Blade Runner for the first time. That's an amazing movie. The first um, one? No, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen the second one, so I can't say anything. The, the second one's not bad, but it, I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But I have, like I said, I haven't seen the first one. They, they tried to stay as faithful as they could. You know what I mean? Without making it super boring. So I, I give them props for that. But the, the first one is fucking amazing. First one is solid. Yeah. Yes. I'll have to watch it. But I feel like, see, I feel like we've, we're being, we've been warned, you know? And these, obviously, like, iRobot, fucking Blade Runner, stuff like that. It's all, like, really, really, really advanced robots. But are we not on fucking track for that? Oh, we absolutely are on track for that. Go watch a Which Boston Dynamics robot video right now and tell me that they aren't working on it this fucking second to do all the iRobot stuff. It's amazing what they're doing. And it's, like, it's very, very impressive. And I think that there's a reason that besides the movie 
was it the one it has robin williams in it and he's a robot who really wants to be a human and he gets basically bicentennial man bicentennial man name one movie besides bicentennial man and ai the movie with the stupid little robot boy the toaster as mom likes to call him (laughs) where it is not a dystopian future in which humans bit off more than they could chew and now they have to pay uh pay the price yeah Yeah. definitely yeah (laughs) yeah and i don't think that's just because sex sells you know like blood sells i think it's because people know that people are fucking stupid and this is the way we're gonna do it yeah right definitely show me the idyllic the idyllic community where the robots are working on the fields in the background as we all come together and tell stories of our ancestors that shit doesn't happen we would be doing it already you know it's just uh it's just wild i'm just saying first the game for the copywriters then they came for the html css and javascript coders and then they came for the servers and then they came for the servers and then they came for the um what's your official title lily probation and parole they they started paroling people they started paroling people and then they paroled me (laughs) well i'm I'm telling you right now like as soon as they green light fucking uh robots to do like real like humanoid robots i mean cops are the first i feel like they're gonna be one of the first ones to go too because now you have something that if it dies in theory it doesn't matter but we've all seen the movies where the robots gain the sentience and they're like oh i don't fucking like this (laughs) like i I don't uh, think i'm gonna take a bullet for you today yeah yeah we've all seen that and we're we're, i mean and we're already sending drones to do our work where humans would otherwise do it a few you know a couple decades ago it's like why well of course as soon as we have the opportunity we're gonna send them on you know, use them as ground forces or cops or, you know, any, all that shit. Because it, then that makes sense because, like, you don't want to waste human life on fighting some dumbass. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's the robots that are going to kill us, man. The robots are going to take all of our jobs. Don't get me wrong. But the people, what's going to kill us off is ourselves because we have nothing to do with our time because we have nothing to learn, no jobs to do, and that can only lead to awfulness. Oh yeah, well, I think we'll blow ourselves up oh, because of that. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, the, and then the robots will just continue to keep on doing what they're they're doing. You know, what I mean, they're <laughs> yeah, they're not they, gonna kill us. <laughs> we're gonna kill each other, and then it's because we get just have nothing to fucking do. And we're too stupid to figure out anything. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as we have the nuclear winter, the robots will look at our, you know, ashen bodies and say. That was a shrug. Mm-hmm. They'll say, <laughs> I, I guess they were really mad about that copywriter position. And then they'll just continue taking over the earth because, like, we fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't believe that the robots will kill us. I think no. that will. I think we're doing just fine by ourselves when, if that in that aspect. Yeah. We're doing great right now. Yeah. But as far as, like, changing society and, like, redefining the way that we think of work and art and everything else i think that's that's where it's going to play a major part definitely they're like making ai art like a uh, painting arts you know what i mean or and like we've already we've already done it yeah that's the crazy thing yeah, we've already no, fucking done it it's already happened and, and they're amazing pictures but no sure. nobody fucking made it you know what i mean ah <sighs> uh, yeah yeah i get it y'all <laughs> back in 40 years we're gonna look back on this and we're gonna say i wish i hadn't said all that shit because that's why we got canceled because we had the anti-robot yeah, speech, yeah. and yeah. now they now they have full civil rights. Like, you know. yeah, when we're when we're when we're super famous in forty years, 
Yeah, we tried to bury this. Somebody's gonna like, bring us like, look what they did in 2024. And then like, (laughs) it's like, they said bad things about a robot. And then like, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. uh, It's the Me 3 movement, you know? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Me me 3PO comes out. Yeah, Me uh, (laughs) 3PO. I don't know if I should put that in there because that's no, that's, that's you a, have to keep it in there. That's a sensitive that's topic. I'll, I'll keep it in there, but it is sensitive, and I just want it's about <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I think we we're being <laughs> assholes about it. I'm just saying, like, eventually we might get to that point where, like, these robots, these AI, these machines have basic, you know, quote unquote human rights, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, uh, yeah, we're gonna get called out when we're faced. Don't, 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 It is the year 2100. Robots have taken over the earth. Only one man stands in their way from complete domination. That's David. With his positivity gun, he will blast his way into the headquarters. Take this, robots! And then, like, a big explosion of positivity and change <laughs> goes everywhere. Because you need the change, not just positivity. No, 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 not like, you know, not like the philo- philosophical change, like, actual change from money. Like, oh. like going everywhere. Okay. Because that's what I like this time. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Fuck that's yeah. Just, that's, you take, got the stuff. Take this, robots. I like building up change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This right, is that like, is significantly less heavy, for sure. Yes, this is so not heavy. and I like, I feel Although, tech, technically heavier if you have enough of it. Exactly, yeah. So it could be, it become, it's like nickel and copper and other zinc. stuff. Zinc and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, my, my like this time is change. And that's why I said earlier that um, I dislike waiting. Here's another thing I'm okay with waiting with is um, this is why I like change. I don't like, you, you see those people that they're like, okay, your total is 21, like 96. And they have actual 96 coins, like 96 amount of change in their pocket that they count out and give it to them. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not that guy. No, 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 no. If it says like they tell me your your total is twenty one oh four, I'll give them twenty two whole dollars, and I'll get <laughs> I'll get ninety six cents worth of change back, and then I won't spend that change because you know what I'm gonna do when I get home I'm gonna drop it into a fucking jar, and I'll do that over and over and over, and I, you know it's like oh your total's twenty two twenty three. I don't know why I'm like I buy a lot of twenty two dollars worth of shit I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I just keep on dropping that change, and it slowly builds up until you're just like, and you're like, you look at it. You, I know everybody's done this, I think. You look at a jar of change, and you're like, damn, there's got to be at least like 50 bucks in there. You guys have done it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting so big. It's Dude, about time. Yeah, probably going to have to exchange that change sometime soon, you know? <laughs> like, getting like excited about the change, you know what I mean? Because I just did that recently, which is why I'm bringing this up. And uh, so, like, I love seeing that change build up. Like I said, I'm not really, I don't pay with change. I'll pay with, like, whole dollar bills and just take that change, 
drop it off at home. It almost feels like free money, even though it isn't. You know why? Because <laughs> yeah, that's the money you earn throughout the years and months that you've been saving up that change. It's like that's that's what you earned at your job and like physical, like you can see it building up how much money you earned that you didn't spend. You know what I mean? But it does feel free still, doesn't it? It does, and I think that is a huge problem. Yeah, big time. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Ali? I said it does. It feels like free money. Yeah. And- it's not. It's not at all. You earned that money. You worked for that money, but it feels so free. <laughs> I know. 96 cents seems a lot, lot smaller than a dollar. Yes, it does, but it's not. It's so close to a dollar. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just a different shape, dogs. It's like, man, that, it. that's just three quarters, a couple dimes, and a nickel somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's not true, but I can't count that. High. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it's totally illogical. That is the money you earn from your job, but it still feels like free money. And when you exchange it, like you're like, man, let's go to Outback Steakhouse. Like even though, <laughs> even though you could have done that with the money you earned already, but like <laughs> this money earned over a long period of time, even though not really. <laughs> like you, like it's, it feels it, that's so true, dude. Yeah, it, it feels like. It feels like you, you won something. You're like, baby, we're going to Outback tonight. Because you exchange your change that you've been earning for months and months. You know what that I mean? That you already, you already had that money. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's just, so funny. That I never thought about it like that, but it really does feel that way. It's like, it's almost like, it's like, man, instead of throwing all these quarters in a fucking trash can like I would have otherwise, I put them in a bucket <laughs> and then exchange them for this Outback Steakhouse good certificate. Exactly. Like, you're not, you don't throw change away. You just... Put it in a jar, and it, but once you put it in that jar, it, it enters a different world. It's like all of a sudden, it's not money you earned. It's just like some, it's change. You know what I mean? It's just change. <laughs> I can't explain I would, it. I would. Here's, you know how they have the like the Amazon when I I think it's Amazon. I forget. Like whoever does the live stats for football games, where it's just like this person has an eighty six percent chance to win this, and they oh do. yeah yeah. I want to see that for this podcast sometimes because I want to see the percentage of people who are aghast at what we're saying and the percentage of people who completely understand yeah yeah there's probably someone out there who's like yeah no shit okay i will say that i think uh it's a cultural kind of thing like a cultural thing for us because you know we we'll leave a penny in the tray at the gas station or some people do i don't which is you know i'm not trying to be a dick or anything it's almost like a now that I say that, it's like a courtesy to leave a penny for the next person because you're that kind of person. You know what I mean? You're generous. But like Asian cultures, they think that's totally stupid. Why would you ever not keep your change, not keep your penny? That's the money you earned. That's the money you save. They, there's like a saying where it's like, um, I don't know, it's this whole long thing that I can't remember. But that basically, like if you want to buy a house, you'll be one penny short because that's the penny you just left at that gas station, you know what I mean? So you can't buy the house because you're a penny short. It, it, sounds, it sounds stupid and petty, but it's fucking true. A hundred make a dollar. I always say that shit. And yeah. I, could, I could tell you from working at bars, at gas stations, like you try to give somebody change, so many people say, no thanks, I don't like having change in my pocket. Which is ridiculous. Like, yeah. That's fucking stupid and so privileged. Yeah. If you're that person, change yourself. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, like um, we have this whole this whole view about change, but I think it's, it's a, I think it's a very American thing. Maybe Canadian. I don't know. 
I only can say for Americans because I am that, and, sure. I, and I know how we think. So, like, it's it's ridiculous that we think that way. To like to like leave it in a tray or like it's like no, nah, change is annoying. How is it annoying? It's money, it's money man. Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just I'll, put it put it in your center console until you're ready to get a bigger container to put it in. Yeah, yeah. That's like novice shit. I'm intermediate because I still feel like change in a jar is not. It's like free money. You know what I mean? So. I'm intermediate, but the advanced people, they, they know what change is all about. But I, I'm, you know what I mean? There's three different levels, I think. And, like, the people that leave it in the tray are novice or, like, say, change is annoying, novice. Me, who thinks the change that you earned that you put in the jar is now free money. That, that, that <laughs> that's is pretty novice. Yeah, that's intermediate. Or, oh, intermediate. intermediate. Give, sorry, me, yeah. give me a break. Give me a break. Okay, it's intermediate. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> and then the advanced people really know what change is. You know, it's, it's actual money that they earned. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's intermediate, especially compared to the last people who were just like, "Oh no, just keep it," because I my pockets are so weak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so it is kind of free money because you could have been a total asshat about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, dude. I, whenever I see a penny on the ground, <laughs> this is a real thought that happens. I ask myself, it's like, "Would you do a squat for a penny?" And I'll say, <laughs> "I'll say, sure would," and I'll lean down, pick up that penny, put it in my pocket. Yeah, it's yeah, free money. That's real for your money, baby. A hundred make a dollar. <laughs> I like that. Taiwan scared me with that, by the way, because they have this. Oh yeah, I know. They have this like thing, like where you see something on the ground, like you shouldn't pick it up because there's like a ghost. There, there might be, not always, but there might be a ghost affiliated with that thing you're gonna pick up. Like, and once you pick it up, that ghost is attached to you until you can get rid of it. Which yeah, that that was our New Year's episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I kind of scared to pick up change now. I mean, I will. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but yeah, there's well, probably lots of ghosts after me. Oh, American ghosts don't care about change. <laughs> they don't. Americans, they 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 get it. <laughs> yeah, American ghosts. They hang out in haulers and graveyards and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Haulers and graveyards. <laughs> Buildings erected before 1920. That's yeah. all they care about. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but what? Okay. So what level do you think you're at, Allie? Are you novice, intermediate, or advanced with the, cha- <clears throat> the change mentality? Well, I used to be probably intermediate because I had a big-ass jar that we exchanged before we moved. Mm-hmm. But now I don't ever have cash, so I don't ever have change. But anytime I do have change, I have this little bowl by my door, and that's where it goes, in the little bowl. Do you, do you like, if something costs uh, two ninety six? Do you have that ninety six cents? Or right, let's go, let's go one twenty four. Do you have that twenty four cents ready? Well, no. Okay, okay. So if if I'm at a store and I'm paying in cash and it's like that and I have, if I just so happen to have a quarter, I'll give them the quarter. Got you. But I'm not counting out. Yeah. Since I can't, one, I'd probably be like looking at, I'd be like counting my change. And then I'd like side glance and see the line forming <laughs> next to me. And I'd be like, one, side one, one. I'd be like, Fuck, I mean, four. Fuck me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be like, 97? I don't know. I'll just, I'd, I'd be like panic and just be like, take it. And then, uh, so that's not me. I feel like I feel. Yeah, one of the biggest thrills in my life is I'll go through the drive in at a, um, or drive through, excuse me, at a fast food restaurant. And they'll say, um, yeah, your three bacon burgers are twelve eighty four, And I'll say, oh, shit, it's time to shine. And I'll go in my center console, and I'll just, like, see if I have it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 84 or whatever the number I just said. And, um, <laughs> but that's about as extreme as I get with it. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I could do I could do it in a drive thru for sure, but like with a there's a no really big line. Oh no 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 no. There's no scrutiny in a drive thru. Um, yeah. But in a big line, it's all it's all big bills. Yeah. The the guy behind you. He just got off a really bad day from his corporate job. He just wants to go home and cook his asparagus. And he's getting up over your shoulder and he's just like, come on, come on. And you're like, oh, God, I can't. Why are you and, being uh, so precise? Yeah, you're like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't you have Apple Pay? I have asparagus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just throw the change the in the gutter the- like we all do. The mom with the kids, the kids are like, Mommy, why is that lady doing so bad? I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Because she's a bitch, honey. <laughs> she's a fucking bitch who doesn't appreciate anything. For... <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that's... Uh, I like change. I like change. I think we should go backwards. No more Apple Pay. No more Tap to Pay. Everybody just can't change. Write checks. I write agree. Checks. Oh, there's another thing about this, like, is I love counting change, too. I just did because uh, I had a whole bunch of change recently, and uh, mom told me there was a, a bank that had a change counting machine, but I went there, and they said, oh, we just recently got rid of it. What? And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Walmart, get those roly-roly things for change, and uh, just I just spent like two and a half hours counting a shitload of change, and it was amazing. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. I've been made fun of by women so many times for doing that shit. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, what, what part? Being made fun of or counting the change? Oh, not being made fun of, obviously, but counting the change, like putting on the movie and just counting stacks of change yeah, everywhere. Dog? Yeah, yeah. I you just got it. like little little pals everywhere. It looks like the fucking French Alps of coins up yes. on this counter yes. coffee table. I love doing it, man. Um, I will say, here's my, my one preachy thing. I've already probably done two preachy things with this topic, but <laughs> anybody, if you use a Coinstar machine... Mm. Fucking stop it. Stop it. Don't do it. Stop it. Don't. Because of obvious reasons. You're an adult. You know the fucking reasons. You're paying someone to make a machine that will count coins for you because you don't subscribe to a or have an account with a bank that will do it for you, which odds are you already do. And they'll take, what, like 12%, David? Something like that. I've done it in the past, I will admit, and I I feel really stupid for doing that. I was like, what the fuck? That's just money that I'm giving away for no reason at all because yeah. I, I because in my mind it's free money even though this is the change that I built up yeah just go get a fucking checking account at a bank and then give them the bag of coins yeah. say hey count this and put it in said banking uh, checking account it's so ridiculous yeah yeah but change Point's is a cool good though. thing yeah I love change yeah Is that five pennies? It is, and two quarters. That's at least 50, 54 cents. Ooh, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, Ali, while I'm counting up this 54 cents into little stacks, uh, why won't you tell me about uh, something you hate? Well, you know what? <laughs> while you're counting up your change, I'm going to take the change out of my pocket because I'm going through the TSA security line. Oh, Boom. Fuck. Uh, Mine kind of <laughs> falls in the same vein as David's. Um, waiting. Uh, so I just, see, I just recently it's like took a trip. Everywhere. Obviously. It's everywhere. <laughs> let me, let me preface this, this little, this tiny little rant I will have with, I understand TSA. It is a function that is necessary. Obviously, as we have seen, people will try anything to do crazy shit. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. My, my problem is not with like the function of TSA because yeah, 
I might have a pipe bomb in my shoe. I don't. U.S. government, just for... <laughs> just to be don't clear. Put, don't put me on the no-fly list. I yeah, don't. Yeah. But I, I get it. I get it. I totally get the function. My problem... One, I hate... I We've talked about this. I don't like the lines. I just got back from Denver, and uh, I went through TSA here in Tulsa. And Tulsa's a small airport, right? And it was 4 o'clock in the morning. Nothing. No lines at all. <laughs> I went to... I flew out of Denver at, like... I got to the airport at, like, 6 o'clock at night. And... The Denver airport is you, you pull up to the departures, your person drops you off, you walk in, I got my little ticket on my phone, I just have a carry-on so I don't have to worry about anything, right? The Denver airport is, is set up in such a way where you walk on the like little like a little bridge basically and you can see down to the TSA lines. And I was like, oh wow, that's a long line. Good thing I got here early. I walk down and then I try to find the end of the line and it just keeps going and going and going it is so far past the tsa zone that it's in their baggage claim (laughs) i'm gonna interrupt for just a second go for it i have been to denver airport two times in my life and both times i think it's notorious for being extremely long for some reason both times they're unbelievably like two hour wait lines at least in that line right yeah oh i and by the I've way, only even, had good experiences in Denver. That's funny. Really? Shit. I have only yeah. had bad experiences in Denver. Same here. Holy that, shit. That's, that is, I have been to probably hundreds of airports in my life. That is hands down my least favorite airport. I hate it. Yeah. I Literally leaving the airport was like a task. I took a tram and like 17 escalators to get to the right floor. Yeah. Like, and, and none of it's oh, intuitive. I got, I did get lost with that. I will admit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing construction right now, and that's their TSA lines are even worse. But anyway, so I'm standing in line, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I can do this because my flight's not for like two hours. What the fuck am I gonna do? Buy Pepsi and sit down and watch videos? That's that you know. I'm like, whatever. Uh, anyway, my my issue with TSA going through security is one, I always have this paranoia that somehow, some way, I have something I'm not supposed to have. You know, like when you're just like, oh shit, maybe I do have a pipe bomb. But, uh, <laughs> like, this might be the time. Maybe I accidentally but, brought all the components. I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, my God, how did my work pistol end up in my backpack? Um, but my, my thing is, like, when you get closer to the line, my, anxi- my anxiety starts to grow because they're, like, checking your ID. Then I'm like, maybe my ID is fake. It was not issued by the state of Oklahoma. I don't know. But then you get into the, the TSA line where you're taking off your shoes you're taking your liquids out of your bag. You, if you have a laptop, you gotta take that out. You're taking all your shit out of your pockets. But every fucking airport is different, and the TSA agents will be like, the, the yelling. It's what gets me. They'll just be like, leave everything in your bag, or they're like, take off your belt, leave your belt on. I'm like, what do I do, you guys? I thought, I thought I knew. <laughs> it switches <laughs> from airport switches from airport to airport. So I just fucking take everything off at this point. I'm like, nope. Not everything. That's what I. That's what I do too. Even if they say like, you don't have to take all this stuff up. I'm just like, whatever, man. It's already in the bag. Yeah. Take my boots I, uh, off. <laughs> yeah. And then like, cause like Tulsa Airport doesn't make you take your liquids out anymore, but Denver mm. did. And I was just like, I don't. I just. I just. I don't like the the lack of uniformity within TSA. It just stresses me out. Um, and I've I have gone through security. I could not tell you how many times in my life but so many fucking times so many times the only time i've ever been stopped as a kid when i was like from when i started flying at four like five to fucking we'll say 19 i never i was checked one time because i took a tire gauge to miami 
And oh, they, I remember they, that. Why? <laughs> because I was really into Men in Black. Yeah. And you yeah. know, you know oh, when they yeah, like yeah. make people forget their memories. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember your dad. Your dad telling that story. It was really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a tire gauge because it was my little forget your memories thing. I got stopped for that. They were like, why the fuck does your child have a tire gauge? <laughs> They're like, we don't know. I have no idea. I am so sorry. <laughs> she's just really into auto maintenance. I don't know. Yeah, she's like, yeah, was, PSI, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That only, yeah, so that's that's the only time as like a, in that many years of flying, that many flights I ever got like checked or stopped. As an adult, I have been like patted down. Now with those new machines where you go in there and they scan your body like and you that. still have to take your shoes off for some reason, even though they can look into your bones. <laughs> and then, I'm standing there, you know, no shoes with my hands up. And like every time I've gone through one of those as an adult, I have been patted down. And I'm like, what is on my body what, <laughs> that is look, making this happen? You look like suspicious, like suspicious insides or something. I, I guess. I'm like, is it my, is it my, Dude. my organs? <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever been pat down. <laughs> Congratulations! I feel like, I feel like they love to pat me down. Like I, I, really? I, I just have that face. I think I don't know. Cops don't like me, and like any kind of security doesn't like me. There's like you, it's like this guy's a fucking dick. Like you know, I'm like, let's, let's fucking he's, he's got hey. something. I, hey guys, hey TSA guys, fuck this guy in particular. Yeah, yeah, and like I've never had like you know I've never been strip searched or anything. I haven't taken anything off, but there's. Like, they will come into this fight. like, hey, can you come over here, sir? And I was like, what the fuck? And, like, he's like, just like, we just need to pat you down. Like, check your, check your boobs and everything you got check going boobs. on here. And I was like, yeah, I mean, go for it, I guess. You have a more aggressive face than we do, I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I got more RBF or something. I, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, th- I don't even think it's RBF. You can just, like, smell that you are more aggressive. Oh, it's my aura. They're like, they can, I, I think they it's can your aura. aura. Your general okay. your vibe. <laughs> They're like, yo, this guy's vibe. Way off key. Yeah, he's got for something. sure has a pipe bomb in his butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check this. Check this guy's asshole stack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cocaine under his eyelids. You know something. <laughs> oh wow, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anybody. Nobody <laughs> the thinks the pipe bomb in the there. butt was not, not weird. <laughs> I at, least that would, at least that would fit. Like that's Trust fine. Me. At least that would fit. <laughs> I have found very strange things inside of people, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably not under eyelids, though. Yeah. No, never a pipe bomb. Not yet. That's good. Uh, okay, yeah, count your lucky stars, you know? <laughs> but it's it's just so, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't mind the waiting sometimes. Sometimes I'm fucking, like, over it. Because you have, like, you're hearing a conversation behind you that's really dumb. And you're like, God, I fucking hate this line. And then, like... Oh, just the yelling, just the TSA yelling. And like, there's you a, have to have like a certain voice to work in TSA. There's always a kid somewhere in the line close to you that's oh, like yeah. crying because they hate waiting in line. They get it too, but yeah. you don't have to fucking yell about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kids or being you, a total asshole. Yeah, it's like wow. You're hearing about okay, this person. Five-year-old. You're hearing about this person <laughs> telling some stranger in line how they just got back from. Their summer in fucking oh, yeah. Guadalajara or yeah, something, and you're like, "Fuck, Jesus!" <laughs> like, that's very nice. She just wants to tell them like, "Nobody cares. Please stop yeah. talking to me." Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "Some of these people have been traveling for 15 hours. Shut the fuck yeah. up." It's like I'm, I'm ready to. But, <laughs> Never mind. I can't. And, say, and I've gone through like can't double, that in the line. Sorry. double security because when you like go into a country, you know you have to go through customs and yes. you have to go through security again. So I'm constantly, I was constantly going through security. And, like, it's not, I don't know. As an adult, I feel weirder about it. And I, I think it's just because I don't trust me for some reason. And I'm like, 
Oh God! Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'd pat me down too. No, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You know, I was thinking the same thing. But there's like almost like demeaning and like weird about being patted down. Because they don't make you move. Like if they're not strip searching you or whatever, you're like standing there in the way of everybody else while they're patting you down. You're just like, ah. like I don't know. It just makes me nervous. I don't like TSA. I, I don't like TSA. I don't. God. I don't like the act of going through security. That's what I'm talking about here. I kind of enjoy it. Like, oh, I, Me too. I hate waiting in line, but I don't mind taking off my belt, my shoes. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. I feel like, because I, I never have anything. I'm not do, ever doing anything bad. And I don't know what's your problem, Allie, because I know you're not either. But like, like I know I'm going to make it through. And if they like do try to search me, I'm like, bitch, go ahead. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, man. I hope you do, <laughs> you know, because for me, something <laughs> for me, something that helps is and it honestly helps me with a lot of processes like this, like, you know, like just like societal and governmental processes is I know that I am not the dumbest dude to do it even today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I just hurdle myself at this situation, it's going to get worked out eventually. Right. I'll get to where I'm going. And yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, if somebody gets grumpy, fuck them. That's their bad day. Not mine. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. adopt that next time I go, especially through Denver, because fuck that airport. Yeah. That I am calling sucks. out Denver airport. I hate yeah. you. I hate you. I missed the plane in uh, <laughs> Denver. Well, it wasn't because of the lines. It's because of my dumbass friend. But that's OK. Oh. <laughs> my, nice. uh, I, so I went through the security line, by the way, with it actually, as long as it was, they actually moved pretty fucking quick. I was surprised. And I had plenty of time to get to my flight, which by the way, was on a Sunday night. I had to work Monday and I had planned it where I'd get home at like midnight, which is kind of late for me on a, on a school night. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I was like, I'll be fine. My flight got fucking delayed by like an hour and a half. Dude, and Denver's, I was just like, Denver's <laughs> fucked up because... When I was in Denver last, it got delayed for like eight hours. Well, oh, there was like God. terrible storms going on, of course. But like, I was in Denver airport forever, just sitting there with everybody else, not flying. You know, <laughs> is the problem yeah. that it's an international airport? I honestly have well, never it, had another problem. Like, it, it is, but I don't think I think it's just fucking Denver. Yeah, because yeah, like, I've been to see. Chicago a thousand times, and I yeah. I love Chicago airport. Same here. Like, you just like pop 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 pop. It's like this single file. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never had a problem in Chicago, Dallas, um, Atlanta. That I can remember anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't think I've ever flown at Atlanta. Hmm. Atlanta's got a lot uh, of trams too. Yeah, trams. Justin and I flew at Atlanta when we went to St. Lucia. Oh, okay. Uh huh. St. <laughs> Lucia. Uh-huh. Why would he say that? St. <laughs> Lucia, you know. On our, our honeymoon. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,. When I was going through that security line, by the way, um, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want Denise to overhear me, but my parents gave me her her birthday gift to take back with me. And the shape of the thing is kind of, it's like a strange shape. So I thought for sure. Yeah, yes. And I was like, God, Dad, like, they're going to fucking, this is going to go through the fucking. Get me for this. Yeah. They're, they're totally going to freak the fuck out. And when. After her birthday, I'll tell you what it was, and it'll make more sense. Mm-hmm. Or I'll text it to you guys. But anyway, I was like, Dad, they're for sure going to fucking pull me aside. And I got my dirty-ass chonies and socks in here. <laughs> like, like they're going to pull out my dirty underwear and Denise's gift. Uh, and they're going to be like, oh, 
why do you have this? I'd be like, don't fucking worry about it. It's not illegal. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's my wife's my underwear? gift. <laughs> yeah. Can you please put my underwear back in the bag? Jesus. God. <laughs> but they didn't. I was honestly shocked. That's good. That's great. You know, the only other time I was searched and they found something weird on me was when I met George Bush and Secret Service fucking, they waved the wands on us. And I had, a, I had, we had, you know, it was Mongolia, so we wore these like really heavy coats. And they waved the wand, and I, my, I beeped. <laughs> this is before I had a cell phone, so I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm 10. You know, I'm like, what is that? Like, I don't know. And it was a fucking spoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a spoon. I had a spoon when I went to go meet George Bush. <laughs> Why did you have a spoon? Because I used to take pudding to school. And uh-huh. just, I just had a... I don't know why it was in my pocket. <laughs> you gotta keep the spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. But they took my spoon. Oh, <laughs> they wow. They took my spoon. Yeah. So um, George Bush still has your spoon. George Bush, if you hear this, he's I like, need my spoon back. He's like, <laughs> 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 he's like <laughs> eating like pudding with it. You know? <laughs> Mi- <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they took that fucking thing so oh, quick. Man. Uh, uh... Mr. Schmidt, could you please uh, step aside? Could, we need to we need to patch it down. <sighs> yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Um, what's up? Yeah, well, you you got something suspicious in your sock. If you don't mind me taking off your socks here. Uh, nah, I'll just it's it's gardening shears. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, well, why don't we make polite conversation while I look at your socks? <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I got gardening shears in my socks. I got a couple of CDs in my back pocket. Um. You know, just like some chill ass, chill ass fucking candles in my front pocket, you know, because I like to, because it's Sunday morning and I really like introspective Sunday mornings and Sundays in general, really. It's not even mornings, but it's just like that end of the weekend. And really, I perceive it as the end of the week, right? It's a good day to like unpack all the shit that you've packed on throughout the week and kind of just become one with yourself, you know, it's just like and decompress. It's a meditative day. That's why I call it introspective Sundays. I've been doing this thing where I try to look at screens like significantly less on Sundays because my whole life is screens. Because um, you know, I go to work and I look at screens, and I come home and I watch TV and giggle with my wife at television shows <laughs> and play video games and mm. shit like that. Yeah. So on Sundays, I just like I like to like fuck with my house plants and like do some chores, listen to music on my boombox. And yeah, and it's like I, I thought of this last week, and I was like listening to uh, Jeff Buckley's Grace and just like pruning my uh, my plants because spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, man, why don't I do this all the fucking time? And I was like, oh yeah, because you can't do it all the time because that would be your whole life. You'd be Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> but yeah. you should you should always take some time out of your week or even out of your month if that's all you can handle. I, I uh, to kind of like shut down. Just like do some dusting, do you like do like the pleasant vibey chores, you know, and uh, kind of just reset yourself, you know. It's it's almost like meditative in a way. It's a uh, it's cool. You guys know what I'm talking about at all? I think so. Like uh, that's some like Zen garden kind of shit, where you like rake the sand, like like kind of like lo- like it's like it's like this little little tasks that you do to like create that a uh, Zen kind of a uh, feeling. You know what I mean? No, you know, like not raking exactly. sand, but like exactly. like you said, trimming trimming the plants, and uh, doing things that like that you don't normally do, just to, like take your mind off shit or like decompress. Exactly like you said, you know what I mean. I can't find the, the exact words I want to say, but 
the equivalent of wrecking the sand in a like a Zen garden. Yes. Like, even you just like close the you open the garage door, you, su- you sweep it out with all the cat litter and stuff, and yeah, you like yeah. reorganize, and you just like make things right in your own space, in your own mind, too, mm-hmm. while you're at it. Definitely. It's uh, it's very much like raking the sand. I kind of like that that phrase for this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree. Leave. Yeah. Good. Fuck our, yes. Our Sundays, <laughs> our Sundays are for we do laundry. We kind of catch up on anything like little tasks that we need to do. But it's a lot of decompression for sure. A lot of just lazy Sundays and just trying to recenter, I guess. You said lazy Sundays after you just said like little tasks and laundry and all that stuff. But it really does feel like. It does feel lazy and dozy, even yeah. while you are doing these tasks, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like the, the screen thing aside, you can like put on a movie you've seen a hundred times in the background. And you're just folding laundry, watching the movie, drinking tea, having you know, like just having dumb conversations with your wife. It's it's a fucking good time, and it, it, and it, it just is. it makes it makes me feel good, and it almost makes me feel like that's what I want to do every day in order to feel right with my life. You know, mm-hmm. and that's when I started like going off on the tangents. It's like, what if we actually did create a commune, right? <laughs> We've done this before, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have. And I think it's a lot of the time it's for me because I did start going off on this tangent on last Sunday where I was just like, the fucking communal life is the way to be. What are we doing? <laughs> anyway, that aside, it's it, it is a it is a really cool experience. It's like it's like a hard restart on your mind your space, your attitude, and just like, it's like preparing for the dumbass week you have ahead of, of you, and also decompressing all the shit that you built up from the last week. It's this cool little nexus point where you, you know, you, it's, it's a zen moment. Yeah. I think so too. I, I like that. Uh, lately, I haven't had a lot of like, like cause Debbie, she asked like, oh, today's Friday. And like, but then I realized that lately, because I'm like doing the same thing every single day, that I don't have like a Monday or a Thursday or a Sunday. I just have days. They're all called days for me right now, because yeah. every day is the fucking same. But like, if you have like a job or like, and you're off on the weekend and all that shit, or like even if you work like, like all weekend but you have Tuesday off, Tuesday should be your decompression day. Where you do that shit, you fucking put your DVDs in alphabetical order or like. Yeah. yeah, you do something productive, but not actually productive. You know what I mean? Just like it's a it's a Zen moment. You know, I can't. It's hard to explain, but it's like nesting. Yes, you're nest you're like creating the perfect nest for yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You go to like a store and buy the lamp that like the perfect lamp to like get the good lighting for your place. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. Even that even that's in for me. Searching for the lamp that is like a good lighting for your apartment. You know? Yeah. This last Sunday, Jess and I went out and like talked about buying a new dish set for like an hour or two yeah yeah and it was a fucking great time i mm-hmm. loved it <laughs> i loved it <laughs> yeah it's because it, it really had that like that nesting experience we're just like making the perfect space for ourselves mm-hmm. you know and just like just like getting away from the screens and like the bullshit and the like honestly hollow stresses that we develop like that we go through every single day mm-hmm. and just like get back to to us to the people we love to the community to ourselves yeah you know? That's one thing uh, I'll give Seattle, like, um, like to become Zen, because I feel like my job was kind of stressful. Like, early I stress out about it just because the person I am. Sure. But um, like, whenever I had some time off or like a day off, I would always go to a park, and it was a great park because a, it was like a great view. You could watch water, watch the city, and you could people watch. You know what I mean? But it was on this 
hill and you could like lean back and like just lay down on the hill kind of like look up at the sky but at the water at the same time and it was like the best like zen like practice just fucking chill out and not do anything is that what the is that the park with all the like the ironworks or the factory yeah yeah they called a gasworks park gasworks that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah i love that that was a yeah. beautiful park beautiful park and it's such a great place to chill out and like you could just like watch people and talk shit or like just look at interesting thing the interesting people walk around you know what i mean it was a great time yeah uh dude yeah Seattle is the perfect introspective Sunday kind of place. It is, man. It has so many like, like markets and stores and parks that you could just do that to like forget about everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wandering around Seattle by myself and I just like got some clam chowder and like sat next to an old dude reading the fucking New York Times and re- yeah. I read my novel. I was like, this is this is it. Like that's a, that's exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time, man. Yeah. So anybody listening, if you're stressed out all the time, Continue being stressed out, but being on. But when it comes to Sunday, you know, take a day for yourself. Breathe easy. Mm-hmm. Think about, think about nothing. Just kind of cruise and, you know, nest. Well, there you have it, folks. That's episode 96. It's been a good one, I feel like. And um, we talked about a lot about the highs and lows and the AI and the introspective Sundays and the TSAs and the change and the and the um, waiting, and the uh, alleys like, which was... Candles. Candles. Can't fucking candles. candles. Yeah. I ran through that pretty quick, though, you gotta admit. I was only, like, uh, one and a half short. I'm impressed, yeah. No, I, I, I stopped at, like, two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys suck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's been a wild ride. It's been real wild. Um, don't forget to email us. Uh, with any of the AI speculations or how you like to spend your Sundays or your breakdown times where I like, you know, just restart your mind and all that. If they want to tell us all about that shit, Allie, where would they do it? You can email us at podcasthearusout at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at podcasthearusout. We will check our messages, I promise. Just look for the sad balloon. And while you're there at the sad balloon, don't forget to leave us a review. You know, give us five stars on your podcatcher of choice. We don't care. We're about to end this thing anyway, so. But it'll be nice to, like, end on a good note and have our legacy be known. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, if, if, like, I don't know, something weird, like, this is the episode where everybody leaves us a five-star review and, like, we blow up? I don't know. Wow. It'd be crazy, right? Yeah, if we get yeah, 100 five-star reviews, then we'll just keep going. We'll just keep it. We won't quit. The three to four people who don't want us to quit, or maybe like are <laughs> listening for some reason, out of obligation. I can't do this math. Tell 25 to 30 of your friends. <laughs> no, 25 to 33 of your friends to leave us one or five star reviews. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. I'm just kidding. We we get we have more than four listeners. We do. We keep saying that, but it's true. <laughs> we have at least at least nine. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know Debbie. She has listened to every one of our episodes. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Jess eventually does. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Hell yeah. Hey, well, guys, we got 49 Spotify listeners. I'll tell. I'll. I'll break that news. Oh hell yeah! There's yeah. subscribers, right? They're like. No, I'm sorry. Subscribers, not listeners. That's yeah, yeah. very different. Thank you for that <laughs> distinction, David. No problem. Cause you can subscribe and never listen to anything. <laughs> you can subscribe and throw your phone out of a fucking window. You would never have to hear us. 
this was episode 96 of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, John Paul. This is David. And I'm Allie. Thank you for listening in. We'll see you guys next time. Let's go, let's go, let's, let's go. go. Oh, watch out, watch out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, watch out, watch out. I always fuck that up.